Welcome to the Business Advisor Podcast, brought to you by the Business Advisor Academy. This podcast is dedicated to helping business professionals create, sell, and deliver high-impact and high-value business advisory services. Now, let me introduce you to your host today, Amanda C. Watts. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Amanda C. Watson. Today, I'm talking about something that is very close to the heart of many an accountant. And that thing is transitioning away from only compliance work and adding in an advisory or CFO service. But here is the thing. This can be easier said than done. All too often, it sounds like a great idea, but you end up reverting back to selling compliance because it is in your comfort zone or you struggle to articulate what a business advisor or a CFO is for your clients, so you're not attracting those ideal advisory or fractional CFO clients towards you. Now, as you probably know, I founded the Business Advisor Academy. I'm calling you out as my ideal client in my marketing and saying this is exactly what we do. Here at the aptly named Business Advisor Academy, we show you how to create, sell and deliver business advisory. But there is a big lesson I want to teach you today that we'll hopefully understand by the time I've finished sharing this episode with you. And this lesson will either make or break the success of getting clients for your advisory or fractional CFO business. If you get this wrong, you will continue to only attract compliance clients and you will struggle to charge your value because your clients won't see your value. Okay, so to give you context, I'm recording this episode to answer the question that I get asked so many times. This question is, as an accountant, I want to offer business advisory and CFO services, but my clients don't really understand what they are. How can I describe what I do in a way that ideal clients understand and want to work with me? Now I smile every time I hear this question, which, by the way, is very often, because I totally know where you're coming from. In fact, this is why I created the episode, Business Coaches Are Stealing Your Clients, which is episode five. So do go and check it out as it fits beautifully with what I'm covering today. So let me dive into the answer and let me recap quickly actually on the question. As an accountant, I want to offer business advisory services and CFO services, but my clients don't understand what they are. Here's the question, right? How can I describe what I do so that ideal clients understand and want to work with me? And this is such a great question because it is so true. Most of your potential clients have no idea what a business advisor is or an outsourced or fractional CFO. If you work with really large businesses, then fractional CFO might be understood. But for most small business owners, they do not lay awake at night thinking, oh, do you know what I really need? I really need a CFO in my business. In fact, quite the opposite is true. Most of your potential clients are either living in fear around their business finances, wondering how they're going to pay themselves, their team and their suppliers, or they're frustrated because last year's growth wasn't what they'd hoped it would be, or maybe they've taken out too much money from the business and now the government want their money back. Conversely, maybe they're excited about growing their business and what the future holds, but most often the biggest thing that is keeping them up at night is the thought that they have the home finances to worry about. And as we all know, the best way to increase your personal finances as a business owner is to feed them with business finances. But if you're struggling to pay the mortgage, their first thought is not, 
I need a CFO quick. I'm going to jump on LinkedIn and search for one. That's just not going to happen. So if this is not what they're looking for, what are you going to do? Because you and I know full well that all the problems they're struggling with is a direct result of them not having their numbers sorted in the business. And what they really need to do is invest in a business advisor or a fractional or outsource CFO so they can get the help and the guidance that they need. But they don't even know this. They don't have an idea that you are the solution to their problems. And as I've said many times before, they're deciding to invest in business coaches and thinking that a business coach is going to save them. What is worse, when they are in financial trouble, they start to think about how they can cut costs. Or even if they're not in financial trouble per se, but they listen to the news and hear that we're going into an economic downturn, the first thing that they might do is think about saving money. So they look at their costs and start to see what they're paying out money for. And guess what? There you are. You are on their profit and loss as accounting fees. If you've priced yourself reasonably and not too cheap, maybe those accounting fees are a couple of thousand dollars or pounds a month. And they look at this fee and they say to themselves, right, that's one month's mortgage payment. Maybe I can find myself a cheaper accountant. And that's where you get the email. And the email says, Hi, Bob. Thank you so much for all the hard work that you've done for us. But we're moving accountants. Please, can you transfer everything to Easy Accountants for me? And then you go through the emotional roller coaster of having a client say they're leaving you. And that makes you angry. And then you go into despair. And then finally, you accept knowing full well that your client has made a really bad decision, but there is nothing you can do about it. You console yourself by saying things like, they're going to be back, it's okay, which they might be one day. Or you say to yourself, I don't want to do compliance anyway, and try and make yourself feel better. Okay, so if this is what is happening for your clients and your prospects, what do you need to do to help them? Let's be honest here. The reason you are in business is to make an impact and change lives. So it's your responsibility to get your marketing and your advisory offering so good that you can sell it to more people. If you cannot sell your expertise and your experience, then you are doing the world a disservice. If people do not know how you can help them and you are not helping the economy and not having that impact or making a difference, you will not succeed in business. So it is your duty to get this stuff right and create a way of articulating what you do in your marketing so you can have more people reach out to buy your advisory offering and hire you to be their fractional CFO. So here's the thing, being able to achieve the outcome of people knowing what you do and resonating with what you do is all about being relevant. Relevancy comes from A, having a deep and documented understanding of your ideal client. We call this an ideal client avatar. And we do this by knowing their hot buttons, their fears, their frustrations, wants and aspirations. And B, being able to describe what you do in a way that shows you're the solution to overcoming or helping achieve these hot buttons, their fears, their frustrations, their wants and their aspirations. And to do this, you need to be able to communicate with them in a way they understand. Many business owners may know they need help, but they're not familiar with terms like business advisor or fractional CFO services. They're looking for solutions and not services. And if you are putting all of your marketing that you are an accountant, most business owners have already put you in a box when they use that term. Accountant equals compliance work for most business owners.
So what's the solution? What do you need to do to resonate with your ideal client and be relevant? Well, for starters, business owners want growth, stability and clarity in their operations, but they might not know how to articulate these needs, nor do they know where to get help. So you meet the business owners where they are at. Instead of saying things like, I offer business advisory services, you can use language like, I help you map out a clear path to grow your revenue, and then we'll make sure you get there. Instead of providing CFO services, you could say something like, I work alongside you to make your business financially robust and ready for change. It's about framing your role in terms of the outcomes and the peace of mind you deliver. And whilst this is a great start, this in itself will not be enough for business owners to truly understand what you do. So then you need to take this information and make it relatable. The best way to do this is through stories and analogies that resonate with the business owner. For instance, you could say something like, think of me as your Sherpa in the business world, guiding you up the mountain to the peak of success, whether that's more profit, stability or growth. You could also say, I'm not here just to offer a service, but to partner with you through every step and challenge, making sure you reach the top safely and effectively. When you speak their language and say stuff in a way they understand, you'll have leads wanting to reach out with you and find out more about working with you. Another thing that you can do with your marketing is to identify the common challenges that your ideal client might have and demonstrate how you can solve them. For example, do you find managing cash flow more like guessing than planning? I can help you turn those guesses into accurate forecasts and strategies. This approach showcases your ability to preemptively address issues and steer their business towards success. Okay, so these ideas are all well and good, and I highly suggest you take note of what I've said as it will really help you with your marketing. However, there is one thing that you really must get right to be able to get the advisory or CFO clients, and that is, wait for it, stop calling yourself an accountant or an advisor. I just want to let the penny drop for a moment about what I've said. Stop calling yourself an accountant or an advisor. If you can imagine right now, I'm standing on a stage, and I have said this on a stage as well, and stop calling yourself an accountant or advisor came out, and then I just got the mic and I just dropped it. Yep, I held the mic up high and dropped it. The reason why is because this is a really good one and will change the trajectory of your success. So let me explain before your brain explodes. If you call yourself an accountant, your potential clients are going to see you as that, an accountant, and they will expect you to do what they perceive an accountant does. If you call yourself an advisor, their brain is going to switch off, and this is why. They have no idea what an advisor is. It's not a term they use in business, and it's not a term that they've ever heard of much at all. So instead of using the term accountant or advisor, you need to think about what your client will understand and be drawn to. This mic drop moment might surprise you. And the reason why is you'll say to me, but Amanda, this whole podcast is all about you being a business advisor and you run the Business Advisor Academy. And now you're telling us not to be a business advisor. And herein lies the lesson. You, as the listener, knows what a business advisor and a CFO is. If I said to you that I help accountants and bookkeepers set up a consulting business or become a coach, it would not as resonate as much for you. You would switch off and go, 
Nah, you're all right, Amanda, that's not for me. What I want to do is be a trusted advisor. And that's my point exactly. I use the language you understand and know. I don't try and tell you you need to become something you do not understand. If I did, that wouldn't resonate or be relevant to any of you. So in the first instance, my marketing has to speak your language. For 20 years, you've been told you need to become a business advisor by the profession or a trusted advisor. So I go with what you know. And this is what you need to do with your clients too. You need to go with what they know. And they are not in our professions. They do not know or understand the value of an accountant. And neither are they Googling how to find a business advisor because they don't even know what one is. So that's the bad news. But I also have some good news, which is all the accountants who are not listening to this podcast or are not my clients will probably not know this information. They're going to be trying to get clients using the wrong terminology that doesn't resonate or isn't relevant to people. And they are miscommunicating. This leaves a huge gap for you to swoop in and now get the cream of the high value client crop. Next, I'm going to be sharing with you some ideas of how you could describe your role to potential clients that will help them see the potential value of working with you. So I'm going to give you some titles that you can call yourself other than a business advisor or an accountant. How about business growth strategist? This title emphasizes your role in helping businesses identify and leverage growth opportunities. Or what about a financial navigator? And a financial navigator is all about highlighting your ability to guide businesses through financial complexities. This title suggests a role that's both strategic and practical. This next one is one of my favorites, actually, and I like profitability coach. And this is all about being focused on the bottom line. This title speaks directly to business owners interested in improving their profitability and operational efficiency. And then we came up with another one the other day on one of my client coaching calls, a strategic finance partner. This title conveys a collaborative approach to managing financial strategy and decision making. You could also call yourself a financial strategist. I'll give you a few more. How about business performance advisor, suggesting a broad approach? And this title emphasizes your role in enhancing overall business performance, not just the financials. Really great if you want to bring more business coaching into your advisory offering. And then I'm going to go with financial health architect. This title reflects your role in designing and maintaining the financial well-being of a business. One thing I would say with financial health architect is when you Google that, there are lots and lots of things come up around being an architect. If you are looking at targeting architects as your ideal client, I wouldn't call yourself this. There would be a mismatch. So think about the names that you're calling yourself and the titles that you use and make sure again that they match your ideal client. And then how about uh, this one if you're sorting out processes, operational efficiency expert operational efficiency expert. For those focusing on streamlining operations alongside financial management, this title communicates a comprehensive value proposition. I quite like that one. And then we've got finally, last but not least, growth and profit engineer, combining elements of growth and profitability. This title is for those who use a systematic approach to improving business outcomes. And growth and profit engineer, think about where could you use that? Who would be an ideal client that would resonate with that kind of title? 
I'd love for you to have a play with them. They're just ideas I'm sharing with you to open up your thinking and explain what you do without saying you're an accountant or an advisor. And just to make it clear, I'm not saying that you cannot call yourself an accountant or advisor ever. Being a chartered accountant or CPA is great for credibility. It will help people see that they need you over a generalist business coach that's rubbish with numbers and doesn't get it at all. Being a qualified accountant or bookkeeper is something that you have worked hard to become and every year you have to keep up with your CPD and make sure you know the latest rules and regulations. And whilst this isn't why you're super qualified to help them, clients just don't get it. So yes, be an accountant. Be proud of being an accountant. Use it to show you're the answer to your client's problems, but don't lead with it if you want to offer advisory or CFO services, as there are preconceived ideas of the service you're going to offer if you do this. Instead, choose a title like the ones I've shared today, and on your LinkedIn and other social media channels, use those titles instead of leading with the fact that you're an accountant. Remember, calling yourself an accountant will attract compliance clients because clients do not see accounting as anything other than compliance 99% of the time. I really hope that you found today as much fun listening as I had creating this episode. And remember, if you think it's about selling yourself as a business advisor, you are missing the point. It's about being relevant and resonating with your audience and speaking their language. So I'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day or night, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to the Business Advisor podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow or subscribe, share this podcast and leave a rating and review. To discover more about how you can confidently build an advisory offer into your practice that your clients and prospects won't say no to, we invite you to join Amanda on her next webinar, How to Launch and Scale Your Advisory Offering. Join her by visiting businessadvisoracademy.com forward slash webinar. See you soon.